Alright, we're back. Hello guys, Mikkel here. I hate a room that just has a lot of echo to it. Like, for me, I need a nice room, not too much echo. Hopefully there's no echo in this podcast, we'll see. But I got you guys set up nice. You guys looking good, sounding good. Hopefully everything's sounding good. Um, Today's podcast, we'll be talking about what's going on. We're just checking in on you guys. Just checking in on you guys, seeing what's going on with the world and how are you guys doing in the state of the world because it's, it's a lot's going on um how was everybody's weekend how was everybody's weekend uh for me my weekend my ravens lost so that was you know kind of depressing and before that even started the commanders lost so like that was two back-to-back losses this week i've suffered i've i've had a lot of pain this week um yeah so yeah, the Ravens lost, and it was a weird finish to the game because, like, Lamar Jackson, he kind of just gave the game away, and, like, the Steelers weren't even doing good the majority of the game, and then eventually we just sold. It, it, you know, it, it, what it is, it, it's really hard to be a football fan nowadays in 2023, I'm noticing, because, like, any given week, your team could be on Mount Rushmore, and you guys are looking like the best team in the league. And then the next thing you know, your team looks like they don't belong in the freaking NFL. Like, they they belong in, like, college. Like, the commanders really fell off a cliff, guys. Like, we were talking about Super Bowl first two weeks of the season. Now it's like, can we even make it to three and two? Like, come on. And then the Ravens. Don't even get me started with the Ravens. We're three and two right now, and it's like, we really should be five and oh. You know, we've, we've given up two games to the Steelers and the Colts. And then they're not going to let this one down. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm really just excited for basketball season to start at this point because my Ravens, good God. Like, we're not, we're not running the ball. Lamar's not running with the ball like he usually does. Like, we're giving up on fourth downs. We're, we're not converting on third downs. It's like our O-line is terrible. Oh, my God. Like, it's really bad what's going on in Baltimore right now. And if we lose another game, I'm going to become a de facto Eagles fan because the Eagles right now are cooking. Eagles are like like 6-0 right now. Eagles are killing them. They're going right back to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, mark mark my words. Eagles are going right back to the Super Bowl. Hopefully the Ravens are right there with them, you know, to face the Eagles. And that would be a cool little, you know, East Coast rivalry right there. But good God, the Ravens are are just so terrible right now. We're stinking up the joint. Commander's stinking up the joint. And, like, usually for me, I like when both teams are winning, you know what I mean? So, like, even if, okay, if Commanders don't win that week, at least my Ravens, you know, holding it down. Or if Ravens don't win that week, the Commanders can hold it down. So, like, at least I can go into the week with some joy. But this weekend was just hard for, like, DMV football, you know what I mean? Hard weekend for DMV football. Colorado one though my Colorado I've been keeping up with Colorado DM San Deion Sanders the HBCU in Colorado I've been keeping up with them and we won so that was good you know we needed that win so now we're at, um I want to say we're four and two right now so we're looking pretty we're looking pretty I'll be going to the um Colorado um UCLA game this um end of October so I'll be looking forward to that so yeah, I'm gonna see Deion Sanders out there, you know, Sharif Sanders, all the whole Sanders gang. So that's gonna be a good that's gonna be a good little vlog I'm gonna do for you guys. So check out my um YouTube channel. Mikkel what is it? Mikkel I don't even know my own YouTube channel. What is wrong with me? Um check out my YouTube channel, Mikkel Vlogs. Yeah, Mikkel Vlogs. We changed the name, that's why. We changed the name and we changed the picture. So like if you if you're not new, you probably won't even notice me on YouTube anymore. But yeah, the new channel's name is Mikkel Vlogs, and it's just a picture of me sipping some Coke, Coca-Cola. I don't think it's Coca-Cola. It might be Mountain Dew. It's it's some type of, it's a Sprite. I'm sipping a Sprite. I had that Sprite backstory for the um, for that picture update on my YouTube channel. I'm sipping a Sprite that I had in, um, where were we? In Virginia Beach. I went to Virginia Beach over the summer and that's where that picture comes from a little backstory but yeah tough weekend for football tough weekend for football altogether. um it's getting chilly out here so that's the start of fall how's everybody's fall going i don't know about you guys but i think i'm doing a pretty good job on the fall stuff you know me and the family we're 
eating the cookies or watching scary movies. Not too scary, you know. One of the scary movies we watched recently, it kind of felt a little too real. And, like, you kind of got to be careful with these scary movies, you know. You, you want to be scared, but you don't want to scare yourself too much that, like, you start walking around the house different. You're scared to go downstairs. You're scared to... Just do your basic activities you would typically do in your house. These activities become challenges for you because you're looking over your shoulder now. Like, I've already been scared twice in my own home. So, which I need to get them back for that one. But, yeah, it's spooky season. I went to um, Spirit of Halloween over the weekend, so that was fun. Um, you guys should be looking out for that in a future fall vlog I'm doing. But, yeah, the Spirit of Halloween was so fun. I was just there for the animatronics I got I got a, I got a couple good scares on camera. You know, the animatronics are really getting like a little too good. Like I'm really concerned about people who like have heart conditions this Halloween cuz the animatronics are ridiculous. Like I got scared at least 5 times in there. And that was just the spirit of Halloween. Like this isn't even like a established spooky thing. Speaking of established spooky things, let me know on my YouTube channel, not my YouTube channel. Let me know on my Instagram page at unfiltered with Mikkel if you guys are going to any um spooky things this year and I'm gonna leave a poll on my um YouTube why I keep saying YouTube I'm gonna leave a poll on my Instagram see we don't use the Instagram enough and we need to start showing love to the Instagram because you guys actually do follow me on there so I need to show love to the unfiltered with Mikkel Instagram account but yeah so I'm gonna leave a poll on there let me know if who's going to spooky stuff this year like an established spooky event and invite me, invite me, because I want to go. I don't have a friend group to go to these things with. And there's nothing harder than organizing black people for an event past the um, sunlight hours. So if it's not brunch, it becomes harder and harder. So if you have a group that you already have established and you need a fifth person or a fourth person, let me know on Instagram and I'll I'll be there. I'll go because I'm going to get scared. I want to get scared but I don't want to get scared alone. So that's also what I've been looking out for is like good hunted something. I need a hunted something just to get the October vibes going, get the real October-y feeling in my, out of my system. You know what I mean? Because the last thing I want is to go into Christmas time and I feel like I didn't do enough in October. So um, I'm, I've watched about three scary movies so far. Yeah, I've watched about three scary movies so far. I already drank my pumpkin spice coffee, and I've eaten the Halloween cookies. I did go Halloween shopping, but I didn't end up buying anything over the weekend. Like I didn't buy any um, the little Target. The Target has the little um, the little blankets. They have the Halloween blankets, and I didn't buy one because it just seemed a little overpriced to me. I felt like they weren't the size quality worth the price like the price of it was not worth the size like they were charging like i want to say like 15 dollars for like a throw blanket and like if you guys don't know what a throw blanket is it's, it's like the blankets that they go about about uh about leg length leg length at most that's as most as you're gonna get out of a throw in my opinion but yeah homecoming season it's chilly outside Go grab the family, pack up the car. Everybody, it's time to return back to your old colleges. It's homecoming season. And the commencement of homecoming season is just one of those times of the year. It's very special. Like school kind of slows down. It's not too hard for students. Teachers understand. They're like, you know, let me give them a break this week. It's homecoming season. Like this week I had a big break. I haven't had too many assignments to do too much. I mean, I'm still doing college, but not too much. Like, it's been very relaxed. And we had our homecoming this weekend, so I went to a couple events. Now, let me tell you guys how these events went. I went to a Sexy Red concert that Friday. I want to say it was a Friday or a Thursday. I like to say it was a Thursday. Yeah, I went to a Sexy Red concert that Thursday. And the concert was a 10 out of 10. The baby did his thing. Gloa, what was her name? It was a, it was another twerking lady. She sings a song, yeah, Michael. No affiliation. 
But um, she sings that song, and we had Sexy Red at the show, and Sexy Red brought the house down. She brought the house down, and it was, it was, it was the anticipation all week for her. We knew she was coming. We didn't know when she was coming, but we, we knew she was coming, and the anticipation, like it was electric in there. Like you could cut the tension with a knife. It was so amazing seeing Sexy Red live. The baby put on a great show. The baby was a really good entertainer, very good performer. You know, besides, you know, my certain plights with the baby, he put on an excellent show. I was very entertained the entire time from beginning to end. He went into the stands. He was throwing his body on girls. Like, they had girls twerking. They were throwing ass everywhere. Like, it was very much, it was a good beginning of the commencement of the homecoming weekend to come. After that event had ended, though, nothing happened. It was a really good event. No shooting. Like, it was just a really solid event. Security was really tight. You know, they were very organized with getting everybody in and out safely. And I really appreciate Bowie on that one. I want to give him a kudos because that was a good, you know, beginning of the homecoming season. Now, as the uh, weekend progressed, unfortunately, we had a um, a football game and we had tailgates. And everything went pretty smooth, like typical um, tailgating football game stuff you know the typical homecoming game people coming out you know and, and unfortunately over the um, following week Morgan State had a shooting so we invited Morgan State as backstory we invited Morgan State to our homecoming because their homecoming was unfortunately canceled so Morgan State was around People from Towson were here. I had friends calling me from Towson, like, Mikhail, you coming to the homecoming? What's going on? I had friends from Eastern Shore. So very much Maryland and Bowie State was the mecca this weekend when it came to homecoming HBCU season. We were the mecca. We were the ones to kick it off. Now, the unfortunate part. Unfortunately, Bowie State was not prepared for the amount of people that came for the HBCU homecoming weekend. Um, I was told that the numbers were about about in the 50,000 range. And I don't know about you guys, if you've never been to Bowie State, we're a big school, but we're no Towson, you know what I mean? So I just feel like the security we had on staff, you know, the extra security we hired, it just was not prepared for the sheer amount of people that were going to come to the event, that homecoming. So after the football game ended, you know, you have your typical, you know, drunk parties left and right. We have parties in the parking lot, parties on certain plots. We have parties in front of the student center, parties in front of the science building. Anywhere you looked, I heard it was a party, 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 party. Now, I'm telling you all this because I did my research over, um, after hearing the story had broke and stuff, I did my research and I got a couple accounts of eyewitnesses of what happened over the weekend. And we're going to get into that. But I didn't go. I didn't go to homecoming. I didn't go to the homecoming party. I actually stayed home. And, I, you know, I wanted to go. I wanted to go. And we're going to talk about that. I wanted to go. However, that day, that Saturday, I ended up making a YouTube video. And I was very proud of that YouTube video. And I ended up editing it. It took me the whole day. You know, it was like... 12 minute video but for those of you who don't know editing takes a while so it took me about five to six hours to make that 12 minute video and then after that i had to do some homework because for me i had to get the bug out of my system I, I had to get the editing bug out of my system so then i did the homework and i was so pissed at myself because i should have did the homework first before the youtube video and because of that i had to prioritize that homework because you know school first you know, not in the sense of that, but school first in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, so school first. And because of that, I was unable to attend the homecoming. I was unable to go. I was very sad. I was doing my homework that night. I was very upset. I'm over getting pictures, people sending me videos of what's going on, all everybody having fun, drinking, smoking, people like, you pulling up, you pulling up. I come out, come out, Mikhail, pull up, 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 come out. And I'm over here like, I got work to do, guys. I got work to do. I'm sorry. I'm lame. I'm lame. I'm lame. I'm a loser. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't go. I can't go. And everybody was so sad. They were so sad. They were like, no, we need you out here. We need you outside. But something just, 
I was I have I was experiencing FOMO, but I was also experiencing something in my bones where I was like something just don't feel right. Like I just feel like there's gonna be too many heads out there. And like I already got schoolwork, so I just feel like the schoolwork being in the way was a sign. I just need to stay home. And luckily enough, it was a sign because what happened on I want to say what day is it? It's October tenth. What happened on October eighth, twenty twenty three, will go down in history for um, a lot of reasons because we lost our sense of community. We lost our sense of safety that day we lost our sense of just being able to have camaraderie. homecoming to me what it means is it's a time for people alumni graduates student body to all come together as one family under this one umbrella for this one week and just embrace all the good memories remember the good times and just come together as one family one Bowie State family And we had that, but unfortunately, with all good families, you have bad apples. Bad apples bring more bad apples. And there were a lot of people at the homecoming that were not students and were not um, students of Morgan State either. And they just brought the bad energy to a, a beautiful event, which would have been a beautiful event. And they brought this bad energy, and unfortunately, there were two live shootings on campus grounds. And unfortunately, many of my friends had to witness this. Eyewitnesses saw this. Freshmen had to see this. People's family members, people that were just here for a good time, had to experience tragedy. Running for their lives, you know, loved ones of mine were out there that night as well, so... When news broke that there was a shooting at the hours of, I want to say, about 12 o'clock, you know, I first heard the news that broke. I was at home, and I'm getting text messages, people asking me, am I okay, left and right, people checking up on me. And I want to say thank you to everybody that checked up on me. Um, no, I, I was okay. I did not go to the homecoming. I stayed home. Um, but yeah, like, after that, I just had to fully immerse myself, you know, because as I'm getting older, I'm noticing my inclination to journalism is growing. And I am not a journalism major, but news and bringing you guys um, stories, these stories, um, it really gives me a sense of purpose, I'm noticing. So what you call it? I'm getting eyewitness accounts. I'm having people tell me what they saw Apparently, um, they saw people. Uh, if you if you're not familiar with Bowie State, we have a a pond. There's a pond in the central part of Bowie State, and um, as some students were getting on a shuttle to head to the nine, which is off campus housing, unfortunately, they witnessed um, two um, young teenage males. I want to say they were 19 years old, and they could see gunfire in the distance, waiting for the shuttle to take off. Because if you guys don't know, the nine has to wait for students. And they take them to off-campus housing. So as they're waiting, they see these two males and they begin to shoot at one another. And they see cars shooting off um, shots, a red car, I think the police had said. And they're all just shooting at one another. And as one of my friends um, describes it, um, they say that they heard over 20 rounds in that one section. And then what really um, hit home was... um, another shooting as well took place at this time. So you have the shooting at the pond, but then reports start to hit my phone. I start getting emails that there's another shooting at CMRC. And if you guys don't know, CMRC is like on-campus housing right in front of the um, science building where I'm primarily at, right in front of the science building. So shots are going off there. I'm hearing there's accounts of students running and unordered. It's just chaotic, you know, people being trampled. You know, people are under the influence. You know, it's it's very much a scene of just chaos out there. And I'm just hearing all this from the comfort of my home. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm just worried about the people involved. I'm making sure people that I know were okay, you know, getting home safe. I'm calling people. I'm texting people, asking people to need Ubers. Like, I'm just making sure everybody's okay. I'm just trying to, like, get a sense of everything that's going on right now. Because, like, I really feel like I'm at this point 
and my tenure at Bowie, I'm a public figure here. So, you know, as a public figure, you know, these voices, these stories matter. And, um, to call just, and the student body really matters to me. Like, I really do feel like Bowie opened me with open arms, accepted me with open arms. And, like, I really do feel like home here. You know, it's a really great school. I love my other HBCU families. I love Howard. I love my family at um, Morgan State. Uh, you know, I can go on f- for hours of, like, just the different schools I've been to. And, you know, PGCC, you know, I love all you guys. But, you know, Bowie's home for me right now. And um, to hear, you know, what happened at home and I'm away, you know, I just I, I had to jump to action. I had to get to the bottom of this. I had to find out what's going on, you know. So, what you call it, after I got to the bottom of it, you know, got a couple more stories, got a couple more accounts. You know, some people said they saw nothing actually that night. Some people were surprised and all they saw was running. They didn't know where the shots were coming from. They didn't hear anything. They just um, saw people running and they began to run with them. But um, fortunately, nobody died. Fortunately, nobody died that night. Um, I heard that the two young boys that were involved in the shooting were in critical, not critical condition, but they're in intensive condition, not critical, but possibly could recover. So, you know, our prayers go out to them. Uh, I was told that they were not students of Morgan State or Bowie State, but they were here. And um, unfortunately, they came here and tragedy struck. So my heart goes out to everybody, but Bowie responded. Bowie handled the situation the best they could. And now we are um, looking at having, we're looking at just, you know, coming back and trying to gather ourselves from this event from over the weekend and try to gain a sense of community back, you know, gain back what we lost, our innocence, you know what I mean? Because I was involved in a shooting last semester, so I know what it's like. I know how it feels to just feel like totally powerless during like a time where you should just, these are the things you shouldn't have to worry about in school. You know, you come to school to learn, you come to school to have fun and create great memories. So, you know, when tragedy strikes or like shootings happen, it just, it can just play on your strings where it's like, you don't know who to trust. You don't know what to trust anymore. And like, if anybody's experiencing any signs of depression or anxiety, I just want to like give you some comforting words and let you know that you're not alone and you know there are people on campus that are here to help and I'm here to help too so you know just shoot me a DM if you just need somebody to talk to you know I just want to like extend that you know courtesy to you guys so yeah but that's what happened in Bowie State I just wanted to address that first and foremost and um homecoming season besides that I've heard people are saying homecoming season was amazing they had a great time and they really enjoyed homecoming season besides the shooting. Um, I will be at Howard's homecoming this week. I look forward to seeing all my Bison family as well. And hopefully, you know, we can have a smooth homecoming season at Howard. And it's going to be a great time. You know, some Bowie students, they should definitely come out to Howard and like try to regain some of what they lost during this weekend, you know. What else is going on in the world? I don't know about you guys, but for me, I have a inclination to um, really like, I like keeping up with the state of the world nowadays. Like old me, 20-year-old, 19-year-old me, I was very much, I don't like the news. I don't like the news. I don't want to know what's going on in the world. Leave me out of that. I don't want no business with that. You know, it's always a sad story. My aunt, auntie, grandmas always sending me stories about who died here, who died where. It makes you not even want to leave the house. You're like, who died? What? What's going on in my area? Like, they just, it's very bad. It's very bad. And I don't keep up with the news for that exact reason. Now, however, I have been keeping up with the, um, the events of what's going on in um, the Donbass region of Ukraine and the Russian campaign and the war out there. I have been keeping up with that since last year when they Russia invited invaded Ukraine. I've been keeping up with that very diligently. And now, unfortunately, I have to report this news that another war has started in the Gaza Strip and southern Israel, 
the conflict started as so. So basically, let me explain what's going on. And I'll probably redo a video like this on my YouTube channel of just like an analyst of everything because I do like this journalism setup and this vibe. You know, we'll still have the unfiltered Mikel. This is unfiltered as we speak. Like, I'm, I'm going to be giving my opinions on everything and my thoughts on this. But I, I don't know. Something about this journalism stuff. Like, it's very serious, but I like it. You know, it's a serious podcast. Um, but here's what's going on. This is what I know so far from all the stories I've watched and read. Because I, I, I literally, I don't know what it is, but something about war times. I just am so glued to the screen. I don't want to look away. I want to know what's going on, what the updates are during war times. Fortunately enough, America's not in war times right now. But my heart goes out to the Ukrainians and the uh, Israelites. Here's what happened. If it, For those of you who don't know, and if this is where you get your news from, then that's amazing. That's not a good thing, but I'll be the, if I have to be the source, then so be it. Um, so here's what's going on. Israel is a Middle Eastern country, right? In the um, central part of uh, Africa, the Horn of Africa. And you have, the, um, you have Israel and you have Gaza Strip. Gaza Strip is like this strip of land located on the side of Israel, kind of like a thorn almost. So like, you have the structure of Israel and then you have the Gaza Strip, which is primarily um, Islamic um islamic race and re- islamic religion and um people of the arabic race so you have that strip the gaza strip now the gaza strip is run by a terrorist organization named hamas and hamas has run this um strip of gaza since 2017 they um they do not like Israel. They have been battling with Israel for over 20 years plus, countless years. And they've had little skirmishes where they've come in contact and they had little battles here and there with casualties on both sides. But this one's different. This one's a little different. Something about this, it feels like a buildup of like years and years of just hatred for Israelis and Israel as a whole. And because of that, you create this microcosm of like when you squeeze these people into this tiny, you know, piece of land that you designate to them. And, you know, they're just it's kind of like the the can of worms analogy. You open yourself into a can of worms. These people have been treated terribly and, you know, they've been just beaten down, brutalized, victimized, and now they are finally standing up to Israel. And unfortunately, um, a lot of Israeli, um, a lot of Israeli civilians were were killed over the weekend. They were killed over the weekend, and really, this um, issue could have been a diplomatic issue. It could have been resolved with diplomacies and, you know, through that. However, Hamas stroke first, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. This issue was bound to happen sooner or later, just from the political tension I've read and seen in this region, and just, like, when you have a cancer and you don't address it, it festers, and it grows, and it grows. And Israel not addressing the Hamas issue allowed it to fester and grow to numbers where it could no longer be contained. And that cancer is showing its ugly head, and a lot of Israeli people died, unfortunately, because of it. I have ties to Israel. I've been there twice. You know, I I want I would like to, and I really pray for peace in the Middle East. I would like to one day retire in Israel and have a nice house in Tel Aviv and live amongst those people. It's a very beautiful country, beautiful people. The people are very wonderful, very kind people, you know. And that's my dream. Nobody knows that about me. Nobody knows that side about me. You know, my mom, she showed me the world and she showed me Israel and Israel has a soft place in my heart, you know, because of that. So 
hearing that there's war going on there right now just has me glued to the, my, my, my seat. So here's what happened. So at the um, late hours of um, the, the early hours, at the early hours of 6 a.m., um, rockets fly over um, Gaza Strip into um, the south region of Israel. And the um, festival goers, from the account I saw, it was a festival goers. They were going. This is really what like sparked everything. There was a festival in Israel. Hamas fired rockets over Gaza into Israel. Festival um, patrons saw these missiles. They didn't think too much of it. You know, Gaza's always shooting missiles into Israel. And then before you know it, about an hour later, they start seeing terrorist Gaza fighters on ATVs and Jeeps heading toward them. And they just start slaughtering Israelis slaughtering people left and right people running for their lives they're taking hostages they're raping women they're killing children they start going into neighboring towns killing undiscriminatorily killing the elderly killing the old killing the young killing any man on site taking women as hostages israeli women these are their people and you know i'm trying to paint this scene the best i can because it's horrific what um, hamas is doing to these israelites and you know, unfortunately, the citizens that Hamas, like Gaza, the um, the citizens of Gaza, they're going to pay the price for this. They're going to pay the price for this because they're praising these Hamas troops for what they did and, you know, the attack they did on Israel and they caught them off guard. It was a land, sea and air attack and they got them on all fronts and Israel, Israeli intelligence never saw it coming. And because of that, um, a lot of people died that day. I think they said the death toll was about 400 Israelis in a day. And they said that this is on par with um, Pearl Harbor and um, 9-11 for them. This is their 9-11. They said that, you know, things are going to be very different. The president, President Netanyahu, he, he said that things are going to be very different in the Middle East after the events that occurred on that day. They said that they're going to prevent this from ever happening again. And they're going to send a message. They're going to send a message that Israel is not one to be messed with. And unfortunately, a lot of people are going to die. And you would think that because there are hostages in the region and like Hamas has hostages, Israeli hostages, Israeli would try to find some type of um, diplomacy and negotiate maybe an exchange of hostages. But under Israel's... um, Israel is of the mindset that there is no negotiating. We don't negotiate with terrorists. And they want revenge. They want revenge for the children that were murdered. Um, there were reports that a um, school of ch- a school of children, um, over 40 children, were slaughtered in Israel. And the pictures um, just came out or were just released of the um, 40 children that were slaughtered at that school. And... Um, Israel has um, mobilized over 300,000 troops to uh, to pretty much invade and um, go into Gaza and probably kill indiscriminately and just get revenge. This is going to be a bloodbath to come. I'm, we'll be keeping you guys updated on, you know, what's going on in Gaza. Hopefully we have more lighthearted podcasts. You know, I don't really like reporting on these kind of things. I mean, I do... I, I'm I'm very intrigued in, you know, war times and we are in war times right now. And you know, we'll see what comes in the coming future with the um Taiwan China um debacle. We'll probably talk about that in future podcasts. But Israel you know, Israel it's gonna it's gonna be very it's gonna be very um intense. It's gonna be very intense fighting. They're already firing rockets over Hamas as we speak. Thousands of citizens in Gaza are dying. You know, the death toll will not be the same as far as the um, Hamas to Israeli death toll. Um, The people that died in Israel will be examples. But I think Israel is going to leave a lasting memory on Gaza that, 
you don't poke a bear and I don't know I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen out there. You know, I'm just gonna keep updated on what happens, you know, but the verbiage of Israel right now is they wanna get it back in blood. They don't give a fuck about the hostages, they don't give a fuck about nothing. They just wanna get it back in blood and they don't give a fuck about the um they don't give a fuck. They're gonna go into Gaza they're gonna fucking they're gonna fuck it up. They're gonna rip everybody to shreds. They're gonna rip everything to shreds, and they might just take out Gaza and they might just annex it as their own land. They might just annex it as their own land, and if they do that, you're looking at the genocide of millions of um, of innocent civilians in that area. But you know Hamas drew first blood so the that bloodshed is on their hands that blood is on their hands so you know definitely pray for that region there will be no peace in the middle east as we speak it's gonna be bad it's gonna be really bad but yeah on a lighter note the lakers played this weekend and they look good lakers look fucking good lakers looking really good lebron got bounce 80 was shooting threes Austin Reeves was doing his thing, looking like MJ Hillbilly Kobe. Rui Hachimura was saucing him up. That's my guy, Sriracha. Love me some Rui Hachimura. Vanderbilt locking him up. And then we got some honorable mentions for like the new people we brought on the block. Shout out to Shout out to um Shout out to Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes was throwing down lobs and you know, we got um, Gabe Vincent from Miami Heat. He looking solid. I like Gabe Vincent. I think he's a good pickup. I like that Vincent dude. You know, he was just in the NBA Finals. So, you know, that was a steal. That was a big steal in, in um, free agency. I like this Lakers squad. I think we're going to be solid. I think we're going to be um, one to mess with. Um, we got a lot of good we got a lot of good bodies, a lot of fast, young bodies. Very different from how we started the season last year. But this is only preseason, so, like, time will tell. But I'm encouraged. Um, I'll probably be doing some more Laker commentary as the weeks go on and stuff. But Lakers look good. Lakers look real good. AD looks good. You know, coach, I believe in Darvin Ham personally. I don't know how many other people believe in the head coach of the Lakers, but I believe in him. And I feel like we got a competent team. We got a good team. LeBron running the show. We're going to be good. We're going to be really good. We're going to win a lot of games. We might even go NBA championship. I stamp it in right now. NBA championship, 2024, NBA champions, LeBron's fifth ring. I believe in the Lakers, and I think we're going to go all the way. Might even two-peat. And then you got six rings, LeBron and the Jordan argument right back in it. Me personally, I, I already think LeBron is the greatest NBA player that ever lived, but what you call it that's for you guys to debate in the comments you know what i mean but lebron's my goat he will always be my goat and uh yeah lakers looking good 80 was in the gym 80's been in the weight room i like that's what i like to see i like to see him shooting more threes being competitive being being in charge sorry if there's um a little bit commotion in the background the custodians are um, doing the cleaning in the studio but lakers look good Lakers look good on a light note, you know what I mean? Um, I was productive today. I was productive today. I got a lot of done. I got three tests done, one for um, cell bio. No, no, what I, what I do? Biochem? Yeah, I got one done for biochem and then one done for Malek. So, like, I'm on a roll, man, you know, and you need those small wins. And I, even, I did a lab report today for Malek. Had to get that out the way because, like, for me, I'm the kind of guy where, like, I just need domino effects. I'm a domino effect kind of um, kind of productive person. Like, what you call it? I need to I need to have these little wins, and these little wins build up on one another, and that kind of just creates this mass of productivity in me where it's like. I'm just I'm I can't be stopped, you know what I mean? Like after I finished that lab report that I've been dreading on doing, like the lab report was due 
on Sunday. I'm just now finishing it. Luckily enough, they left it available to post, so I posted that. But what you call it? After getting that in, and like finally getting that camel off my back, I was able. Oh, one second. Um. No. Oh. Yeah. I got... Like I was saying, sorry about that, I was interrupted, but um, like I was saying, I'm a domino effect kind of guy, so I got that done, I got handled business, I made my to-do list for today, and I probably knocked about, probably knocked off about five things off that list, so, you know, Mikkel's book, that's a good thing, like we're recording a podcast right now, you know, like, this is what I like, I like being uber productive to where I can do the things I enjoy without any stress on my mind. I'm getting you guys the content you guys deserve. I cannot wait to go back and listen to this podcast. Hopefully, you know, this was a great podcast. But just getting shit done. Like, I just love being productive and just maximize my productivity. Very much just it guy where it's like, when does he do it? Where does he do it? When does he do it? When does he get it done? I'm getting it done right now as we speak. You know, you're seeing it live in action, real live Fox 5. But I'm doing it in a way where it's seamless and it doesn't seem like too much. Because, like, I love when you see people that you're like, how do they do it? When do they have time to do it? How do they get all these things done? Like, they're just so, like, on their shit. And this is when you're on your shit. This is it. You do it when nobody's looking. um, Nobody's looking at me. Nobody knows where I'm at. I'm just out here getting this shit done. Getting it done making it happen, turning a vision into reality. You know, I had a vision today that I wanted to make a podcast. I got my homework done. Manifestations. Manifestations, people. I don't, I, I didn't even tell you guys, I washed my hair yesterday. Come on now. I never wash my hair. I'm lazy. So, like, I'm just getting the damn thing, and I'm just doing the damn thing, and, you know, hair feels good and moisturized. You know, I might even go to the gym tonight. I might even go to the gym tonight. You know, who knows? Who knows what the night has in store? I'm kind of hungry, so I probably won't. But I'll go in the morning. So, you know. But, yeah. So, just getting the shit done. Making it happen. Just being me. Like, that was my problem. I feel like I was giving my time to too many things. And just trying to be everywhere. And, and, and not focusing on the main thing. And the main thing is... Just getting what Mikkel needs done. Because I feel like for me, when I get the things that are most important in my life done, I feel like everybody else benefits as a result because I'm not grumpy or I'm not cranky or I'm not, you know, able to... My mind isn't everywhere. You know what I mean? I'm able to give people my undivided attention. I'm able to give people my full self because my work is done. The work is done. I can I can sit down. I could go home right now. And then go enjoy a movie because the work is done for today. You know what I mean? I might try to knock out a couple more things for the night's over. You know, I got a business class I got to work on. So I might do some work for them. You know, watch a couple of videos, do some notes. And then I'll probably record something that night. We'll see. But we're on a roll right now. So, like, I'm just in it. I'm in, I'm in motion. I'm in productivity. I'm in, like, zen right now. And nobody can throw off my zen. Um, that's another thing, controlling your environment. So for me, controlling your environment means just allowing people in your in your orbit at certain times that is most convenient for you. You know, so like say a friend texts you like, hey, let's go hang out. But you know you got stuff to do today or you got, you know, this podcast you got to record or you got to, you know, edit some videos today or this, then a third, you know, you don't allow them in your orbit. You don't answer that text. You don't call them back. You pretty much ignore, you know, other people so that you can focus on you and hone in on you because the last thing you want is because for me, this is something that I always suffer with is I'll I'll agree to do things and then beat myself up later when the things that I want to get done aren't done. 
the things I want done in my life, podcasts, YouTube videos, homework assignments, they aren't done because I'm just giving myself to so many other things because I just feel like I can do it all. When you really can't do it all, you really can't do it all. So, you know, me personally, I feel like if I get the things that I need done first, I want to make this my new mantra. If I get the things I need done first, then I can give myself to other things. But until then, I must be selfish with my time. I must be very strategic with where I place my time and who I place my time with and who I hang out around. I'm only hanging around people that bring value to what I want to do and what I want going on. And you don't tell everybody everything you got going on. You know what I mean? Keep things a secret because the fastest way to kill a dream is to tell it to a small-minded person. You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, make it happen. Don't talk about it. Be about it. You know, right now I'm talking about a podcast, but, you know, I'm on the podcast. Like, I'm being about it. Like, if you're at home and you want to start a podcast, guys, just go home and get a mic, get a tripod, get yourself a nice, you know, insulated room and start talking into the mic, saying words fast and, you know, have a couple little stories, you know, pre-written so you can, like, you know, say something on, off the top of your head or I, I don't know how you want to talk about stuff. You can talk about tea. You can talk about what's going on in the news. Talk about pop culture or whatever. Whatever floats your boat, do that. You know, do that. Make that happen. Share it with the world. Don't tell your friends about it unless you want to. But don't tell your friends about it. Just share with the world. And eventually your friends will find out about it. But when they find out about it, You'll be famous by then. And they're going to be like, this is you? And you're going to be like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't, you know, I didn't even want to tell nobody for real, for real, because, yeah. But, yeah, I'm famous. That's me. You already know what the fuck going on. And, yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. That's how you're supposed to do anything. Content, YouTube, Instagram. You know, let, let your friends find you. I need to learn that. Because if I knew that from the beginning, nobody would know I had a podcast. None of my friends would know I had a podcast. And this would just be between me, you, and the couple listeners that fuck with me every week. We're being consistent, keeping the consistent streak going. It is um we're posting this on a Wednesday. We're posting this on a Wednesday morning for you guys so you guys can consume this podcast. I'm just so happy to be consistent with an unfiltered with my kelp podcast. This is so amazing. This is so much fun. Like this is what I live for, man. I live for this, man. You guys understand I live for this. I love podcasting. I love talking to you, you guys every week. And, you know, no visuals. Just me, my voice, raw, real, in the flesh. Like, just real. Like, we're just having a real conversation right now. You know what I mean? Talking about war. Talking about being productive. We got a lot of stuff done today. Being on my student-ish. Like... Just living in the now, like, let this be a motivational-ish where, you know, it just gets you in the right headspace to just start the day right. Like, I hope you guys start a Wednesday right. You know, get your Wednesday going, you know, get off, get you know, get off your butt, get up, get out of bed if you're listening to this in bed or, you know, if you're listening to this on the ride home from school or work, you know, then get home safe, you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here with you guys. I love you guys. Um, podcast is not over. I have one more thing to tell you guys. So um, because of the shooting at Bowie State, they gave us the week off. They gave us the week off. So here's what I'm going to be doing on my break. I just wanted to tell you guys a couple things I'm going to be doing on my break. We're going to be making podcasts. I'm going to be relaxing. I'm going to be making YouTube videos. They give us, um, today's the 10th. They're giving us to the 14th. So technically... They're giving us almost five days off. This is like our little Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, pre-Thanksgiving break. And I'm here for it, you know. Sucks that, you know, had to be a shooting to get this, but we need this. You know, we need this mental health week. So this is mental health week, and we're getting the week off. Thank goodness. We had yesterday off. You know, they gave us today off, and we'll be having the rest of the week off. So shout out to Bowie, man, coming through clutch, man, because it's like – for me, I just feel like when we had the shooting last year, we never really addressed it. You know, we kind of just swept it under the rug. And it really pissed me off because, like, how do we go back to business as usual when people could have died? People could have lost their lives. You know, people could have seriously been hurt. 
over a school event, a school function, not at war, not, you know, in a battlefield, at a school event. I don't want to live in America where I have to look over my shoulder at a school event or in large crowds because I'm afraid someone's going to have a gun and do something stupid and pull a trigger and then affect so many other people's lives because they want to be selfish, want to be fucking selfish. So, yeah, I'm going to be relaxing this break. I'm going to actually be taking this break to just reset my mind, get my body right, go to the gym, eat right, eat the right foods. You know what I mean? Everybody, if you're listening to this, you know, rest. Please rest. Rest. If you were at the homecoming and you experienced the trauma of having to be around, you know, live gunfire and, you know, bullets flying every which way, stampedes, crushing people, rest you need a rest you need a reset you know come back fresh next week and um i'm gonna be putting out podcasts for you guys hopefully i'm gonna have a light i'm gonna have a lighthearted podcast next week because you guys need it you know what i mean you guys need it i got a video coming this weekend sexy red um the baby um homecoming weekend um concert so you guys can enjoy the concert again if you want to watch the concert again that was a fun night And uh, we're going to be living it up on there. So this is the podcast. I love you guys. This is my time. Um, Rest, rest, rest. Pray for Israel. Pray for Ukraine. You know, shout out to the Lakers. Commanders and Ravens, get your stuff together. He's thinking up the joint. And uh, let this be a reminder to talk to your family. You know, I spoke to my family over the weekend, you know, after the events that happened at homecoming weekend that Saturday. I went to um, my uncle's house on a Sunday and, you know, we just sat by the campfire and we just we just enjoyed one another's company. We just, you know, really relished in one another. You know, he had a cookout. You know, I, I brought, you know, the family out, you know. And uh, everybody just had a great time, you know, seeing family and just being around family. So let this be a time to just be around family and just, you know, appreciate family because, you know, just as much as we have it, it can be taken away from us, you know, in an instant. So just relish on one another. You know, I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast and coming back every week. Share this podcast with your friends. You know, this podcast is on all platforms, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, you know, follow the Instagram page, Unfiltered with Mikkel on Instagram and uh, support, support, the, support the page, support podcasts, you know, I'm going to be posting this on YouTube hopefully today. Well, nah, technically tomorrow, but you guys don't need to know about the details. But yeah, this is Unfiltered with Mikkel. I love you guys. See you guys next week. Love you.